Real Cuff Radio is about to begin. Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. Welcome to Real Cuff Radio. And tonight we have another actor and a model on the line and his name is Ben and Ben has been in quite a few movies that you may have already seen a couple of my favorites um Ben Davis I have to say that one of my favorites is I'm not ashamed but you've done quite a few in just a short amount of time I mean you've done like is it 17 is the number now yeah I think it's around eight, 18 or 19 now <laughs> I don't know it's been I've been really blessed and fortunate to have been a part of many good projects. I'm so glad you like I'm Not Ashamed as one of your favorites because that truly is to me one of my favorites as well. I've been fortunate I've been on a bunch of those good projects. You know why we're talking about I'm Not Ashamed? Why don't you tell us a little about that because there's so much that I wasn't aware of until I started doing a little research on you, um, especially uh, like the handprint and uh, just a lot of little things like that. Yeah, absolutely. It was like you said, I've been fortunate to be on a few projects, but I've never done one like this that is based on a true story. It was just another level of accountability and wanting to do right by the story and the project, not because it was just people that were good writers or producers that you like to work with, but because you're trying to honor people that have lived an amazing life. And so when we dug into it, they wanted to make it as accurate as possible. Like you said, there was a handprint in the movie that was really on the back of her dresser that she drew when she was five years old. And um, in the movie as well, I share a personal journal, my character with Rachel Scott, and that was a real journal as well. And so when I was able to read that, it was just incredible because you get to see this almost like a text conversation between people of what they're dealing with and seeing that brought to the screen and so many of our scenes constructed literally from these conversations, it was incredible. And it, it was, it was incredible just because of the story, but also because this is something that happened. Like it was, it was as close to an actual event as anything that I've been a part of, and it changed my life being a part of that movie. Speaking of the journal, I mean, these journals were actually in her backpack when she was shot. I, I heard your mom say some stuff about how it still had the blood and everything on the journal, and they had to kind of go through some of that. Uh, I mean, the whole the movie, the whole script was actually taken from the journal, you know, so yeah. that, it's just it's just amazing. I didn't realize all that until, like I said, I started doing a little research. Um, my wife has watched the movie several times because, uh, I mean, there there really is just a message there, especially for us today, growing up in, in such a selfish world where all you do is think about me and I and uh just a great movie. And by the way, if people have not seen it, I mean, you can, you can pretty much buy it anywhere. Um, I know yeah. it's, it's on Netflix and uh, uh, I think I had originally rented it from Redbox or something, but so, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones too, because it's funny with these movies. A lot of times we don't get like as actors, like we don't get a check if you buy the movie or watch it or whatever. This is definitely one of those projects where I was just like anyone that was willing to talk about movies or, you know, have a conversation about it. I was like, this one's really special. There's something about this, this little girl's life that the Lord literally used one of the most horrific situations that I've heard of to change millions of people's hearts around the world. And it's what she wrote on that dresser when she was five years old, what she wanted to do. And to see how the way the way the Lord worked out in that in- 
an unbelievable situation to be able to accomplish what she always dreamed of doing is absolutely incredible. So I always share that story with as many people as possible because I really do love that movie. The other thing was Rachel Scott's mother actually came onto the set and, and was there and, and brought y'all, you know, stuff that was actually Rachel's and, and really kind of coached you along, didn't she? Oh, yeah, she was very involved. And, and I think you'd have to be, you wanted to get to be, well, first of all, when you're telling you know, someone's a life like that, you, you have to have certain rights. And so she was the, the only people that she had people contact her previously, like other Hollywood studios, just from hearing, you know, the testimony, it's an incredible story, wanting to do their version kind of of this story. But she was so afraid that they would kind of take out the elements that made Rachel who she was and the way she lived her life like that. She wasn't just trying to be a good person at school. She was trying to walk out what it would be like for Jesus to be in those hallways. And so she found through Benny Prophet at First Priority Ministries, a guy that she trusted with the story. And uh, he was like a first time producer, <laughs> which was pretty wild. And uh, she was there for like so much of the process. Getting to talk to her was incredible. And uh, because she knew obviously my character as well. And it was so helpful to have her there. I mean, it really did come out beautiful. I mean, it's, Thank just, you. it's just an awesome movie. Um, another movie that, you know, now this is, this is going back. So I don't know if this was like maybe one of your first, but the new hope one that Rodney Ray did. Yeah. Um, you know, was that one of your first movies to do? That was actually my second movie that I've ever done. And, uh, I think you've actually talked with Rodney as well, which is really cool. Hold on one second. Should I get my microphone situated? Which is really cool as well because yeah. So you, yeah, the, uh, new hope was a great project as well because it was, some of it was really based on real life events as well. I mean, it wasn't a true story per se, but in that community in Monroe, they had been struck really hard with teen suicide and Rodney had been praying about what he should do. And he wrote this story in like two or three weeks, something crazy like that. And uh, I came in on set. It was my second film project. And there was just some great God moments in that set too, because there was um, the most famous scene of the movie. If you, if you can, if you can call it that, but it's the one that everyone kind of YouTubes and, people remember is like the bat sequence yeah so the bat sequence wasn't even in the movie we were about to shoot some crazy car spin out thing and rodney was the director and writer was walking around set and this guy on a bicycle comes up and he's like oh what are you guys doing he told him he was doing the movie why he was doing it and he's like oh my son actually ended his life about two years ago and rodney's like no like so sorry to hear that and he's like yeah and he's like well how do you how did you deal with it and he's like well i I have to get the pain out somehow. And I, I've started biking and I just bike until I'm exhausted and then I can go home and kind of like kind of process what's going on. And so he rewrote the scene that night and called me up. He's like, all right, Ben, like I'm going to have you buy a whole bunch of bats and we're going to go into a field and have you just beat them on a tree. And I was like, all right. So that was, that's what we filmed that scene kind of out of nowhere from that kind of revelation that Rodney got that day. And uh, it turned out to be one of the coolest parts of the movie. Well, when I first saw that movie, about the same time, pretty much very identical thing happened our, in our own town. And, uh, I mean, this was a, uh, you know, a senior boy and, and, you know, just one of the all-star guys. And it, it just crushed the town. Yeah. I mean, it really did. It, because you never expect something like that to happen. And I know, it, I know that his parents, I mean, it was just just a, t a devastating thing to them. Um, but, but, you know, half the town is, is family, you know, and related. And, and so I, I remember we, we saw that and we had to go give the movie to a couple of people because 
it wasn't like it was the greatest movie, but at the time for what was going on, you know, it's like God puts these little things that here you go. This is what you need. You know, it gives you the right amount of bread at the right time. And so, uh, and that's one of the things that too, as an actor that I look for, because I know not every movie that I do is going to be a massive success because that's not something that's in my power necessarily, but you're looking for a great story that can impact somebody. And, you know, sometimes and that's not, and that's not even like every Christian movie. Like I've turned down several Christian quote, Christian movie roles because the script, even though the message was good, it was just not a good representation or it wasn't, it was, it was not done in a way, in a, that kind of way. But then there are movies like New Hope, like you said, that's not necessarily the best movie ever, but you know that there's a heartbeat to it that is going to touch somebody that needs it. And uh, Roddy did a good job, job of capturing that. Yeah. By the way, number, episode 99 was Rodney Ray, which is the director. And you yeah. can find the movie through his, you know, all of his information's on there. But uh, anyway, so my understanding is that you were a track and field guy and uh, you had hurt your arm or something. Is that what yeah. happened in yeah, absolutely. that's exactly what, in a nutshell, it is what happened. It's so funny. The uh, Sometimes the, the greatest gifts that the Lord will give us are unanswered prayers. And I grew up just in love with the Olympic sports and the decathlon, and I was the best decathlete in the world that was, like, under 18 at the time. So I was, like, I was definitely on my way to the Olympics, and I was going to all these colleges, and I kept getting hurt and kept getting hurt and kept getting hurt. And I kept, you know, going to the elders, like, having people pray over me. I'm like, Lord, why can I not do this? Like, what is going on? Like, you, if I can't do this, what are you going to have me do? And uh, then finally, I got to this place of peace after I found out I'd have a potentially career-ending surgery. It had, like, a 70% success rate. And uh, I went under the knife, but came out in this giant sling and a cast. And then uh, I got a call from my agent, and they were like, hey, do you uh, have time to go on an audition? And I'm like, yeah, for the first time in 10 years, I'm free during the spring, which is normally my season. And I'm like, yeah, I can do whatever. And then so I trained for a couple of weeks and I went down to um, Albany, Georgia and met with the people at Sherwood Pictures and booked Courageous. And from that point, uh, I kind of had my foot in the door for other projects that were family or faith related just because they had seen my work before and uh, they kind of get you in the room. And then I've been fortunate to be on some great projects. Yeah, I, matter of fact, I noticed you were in War Room also. Yeah, and yeah, uh, they br- oh, I said yeah, they, yeah, they brought me on. Uh, they didn't actually need anyone in my in my uh, my my demographic in that movie, but I was really thankful they still flew me in just to do that you know that cameo that we did. And uh, yeah, so they're great people. And they their projects definitely mirror the kind of people they are. It's just there's so much prayer and patience that goes into every single thing they put on screen it's fantastic it really really is well one thing about well i can say this about rodney too you know we just went and saw rodney's uh latest movie that has not been released yet but we went to the premiere and it's you know he's just gotten better and better and so has the kendrick brothers yeah i mean their their movies have just uh every time you know it's like anything else it just it takes practice it takes rehearsal and you you learn from your mistakes in one movie and the next one comes along and you do a little bit better. And, and so I, I'm really glad to see that's what's going on, especially because we want better movies out there. We want better quality. We want stuff we can take our kids to. Yeah. It's, it's so needed right now. I mean, and I've been really happy to see that there's been a push for better quality 
faith element films like that. And I feel like a lot of times, too, at least when they kind of got hot, you saw the quality kind of diminish because people just thought, oh, well, I really would like to make a Christian movie, even though I've never taken a class on directing, read any books on screenwriting, never taken an acting class. And people were making these movies with no preparation, just thinking, all right, the Lord's going to make this happen. And unfortunately, you know, that doesn't, the Lord also rewards those who fill their fields. And so I think you had an influx of people that didn't necessarily do the work ahead of time. But then, you know, now they have people that have really dug into it and making a career and passion for making these movies and going about it the right way. And I think the, the quality has gotten better and better now as the years have progressed. Now, how did you meet Molly? Oh, my wife. Yeah. That's a, that was a one in a million shot. We were, uh, I, I mentioned that I was at the University of Florida and then I went to the University of Georgia to run track. Those are two SEC schools. And then I went to Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama, which is a kind of private Christian Baptist college. And so I was like, well, you know what? My football team is not talked about on ESPN anymore. So I really want to go to the Florida Georgia football game so I can see everybody. So I bought like a round trip ticket of my friends down there and then you know there's like 150,000 people down there for that game and randomly we just bumped into each other <laughs> it was crazy you know it's just like it's such a one in a million shot like going through that it was definitely meant to be and so we met there and then we kept in contact uh and I, I spoke at an event in in Orlando so I came back in town for that and she met my mom and then just one thing led to another and then we had those conversations about you know what life is going to look like you know with my career going this direction and having to move and all that stuff. And it was something that she felt on board with. And then a few months later, we were engaged, and then we got married. You know, one thing that you really need to point out here is, too, you you really waited on God, and so did she, you know, for the, the marriage, because you kind of already knew what you really wanted in a wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely different for the, uh, as soon as we met, because I was definitely at that point in my life, too, where I'm like, okay, like, I'm halfway through college. I've, like, met a lot of great people. I've dated some great people, but I know I've not, I've not, it's not been there. It's not, it's not been, it's not been right. And I knew, I knew that I hadn't made a mistake. I just knew it hasn't been the right person yet. So I was just ready and waiting for a while. And then I had these, these, these things that I was preparing for myself, like preparing myself to, to meet the right one. And then I was also, I also knew the, the elements that I would need in a wife that I knew that the Lord needed because all the, all the places where I am weak, I need to find a wife that could complement those too. And uh, the Lord just put us together in the most random situation possible. That's exactly what my marriage is like, too, because my wife has a lot of strong points that that I'm very weak in. You know, so it, <laughs> it, it does really complement. Um, now, your mom, your mom was a, or still is, she was a model and an actress and, and uh, also does producing now. And at one time, was she, was she Miss Tennessee? Is that what I read? Something like that? Yeah, she was. It's been crazy to see how just the opportunities that have been presented, how it changed your life course over the the, you know, the years, just being open and willing to take on new projects, new things. So she was Miss Tennessee and then started her own acting modeling intelligence development company. And that's how I got my training kind of when I was younger. And then uh, she did that for years. And she was a national vice president in Arbonne, which is a network marketing skincare company. So she had a lot of time and we could just, she just, was stable enough to where she could have the time to commit herself to these, you know, big projects. Like project producing takes years, you know, to get a movie from start to finish. It's a long, long time. And then when I started doing film, she started just meeting everybody and everyone loved working with her. And she was already gifted at, at scouting talent from years of developing people with modeling and acting, like seeing the gems 
that uh, no one would see and just developing them into just incredible, charismatic, talented people. And uh, so she finds that with different actors and actresses when she, she, she started casting movies. And then she did such a good job with that, and now she started producing. So it's been really, really cool to see where the Lord's taking her, and the fact that we get to work together occasionally is just absolutely terrific. But I think that's fantastic that you can have such a great relationship, too, with your mother, and, you know, uh, especially in this field, um, because most of the time yeah. it's, it's, it's not like that, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I mean, I don't know what I would, would do without her. She's such a great support, and someone I can bounce ideas off and projects that I should – take or pass on it's been terrific and see how all that's changed and it's and we need and we do really need new movies like that because right now it's just crazy some of the movies that are being put out that are uh just awful like the entire oscar lineup this year are awful so i really hope we get some better movies out there because it's just i'm not liking where the culture is going for sure well believe me i will uh send a message to your mother about interviewing her too because uh i've you know, realized how much stuff that she's already done and thought, wow. Um, yeah, she's a great talk. So. You, you guys would have a really good time. She's fascinating. Well, and the fact is, too, you can just see how God just moved along in her life. I mean, just like he's doing with you. Um, you know, recently when I interviewed T.C. Stallings, it was just so, so neat to see how I mean, you know, he said, I think at the time he had been in Hollywood for about seven years or something, but, you know, had not compromised. And yeah, uh, he's, that's a big thing, you know. Yeah, he's a really, really uh, disciplined guy. I think he's definitely in the Kirk Cameron camp where you won't see, you know, Kirk Cameron famously, like, won't kiss anyone on camera except his wife. Yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty, uh, yeah, TC is, I think, equally, like, as grounded in, as far as what he does on camera. He's, a, he's an absolutely fantastic guy. Yeah, so do you want to tell us, are you doing anything right now? What's, what uh, what you got going on? Yeah, there's, uh, well, there's a couple movies coming out. There's one called uh, If You're Gone, which is, uh, which is great. It's a kind of a Christian mystery thriller, which is an interesting genre. <laughs> and uh, then there's one called Fearless Faith, which is a cop movie. And I think I can say that the Kendrick brothers are making their new movie. And uh, they haven't announced anything. It's just in development. But you may or may not see me for a brief second in that project as well. Um, so it's been been really cool. And then I also do work with a conservative news company in Canada called The Rebel Media, where it's great because it's so important to be able to find the almost like the uh, the vocabulary to have a conversation with people about what's going on in the world who don't necessarily know the Bible. Like when you talk to people that don't go to church, it's like, how do you tell them truth in a way that they'll understand? So I've been able to talk to like some of the politics stuff and the crazy stuff going on with movies and uh, also give it through a, a Christian lens and use Bible verses at the same time, which is great. So I get to do the rebel media stuff as well. That's fantastic. Well, first of all, I, w- I want to just tell you, thank you so much for coming on and uh, just sharing this with us. I know you're busy and I could hear your, your child in the background probably going, you know, Daddy, I want some attention now. But would, would you mind praying over, you know, we got a lot of actors and, and directors and everything else that listens, and just uh, saying a prayer over them. Yeah, absolutely, man. Dearly Father, thank you so much that we get to serve you. And thank you, Lord, that you created this medium of art, just being creative 
is a part of you and it's the world around us. And I pray that you inspire each and every writer and director and actor to perform to their best ability as if they're serving you. Take the time to develop and do it right and be committed and make projects that would absolutely glorify you, not only in their content, but in their quality. And pray that you just bless that outreach, Father, and pray that it reach millions and millions of people. That you continue to encourage, Father, and help us move forward, Father, in years to come. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen, if you brother. Hold on for a second. We'll talk afterwards, but I'm going to say that's a wrap.